In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Birds of Empire is presented by HelloFresh. Use code BIRDSFREE for free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash birdsfree. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Hello, listeners. Be advised that this show is an immersive audio experience. It may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. Listener discretion is advised, as this content is intended for adult audiences only. Q-Code presents Birds of Empire Season 2, created by Jason Liu. Zuri, Master of the Herd. As long as she lived, Zuri never spoke one word to a human soul, never pressed her tongue and the muscles of her mouth into vowels and plosives to say what she needed, voice what she wanted. The urge simply stayed away. Her mouth filled with breath and emptied as it pleased, and that, for her, was enough. Standing taller than most girls from a young age, Zuri moved like a willow tree come to life. The droop of her limbs and the grace of her bowing made it feel like her body was sliding apart as she walked, coming together again anew with each step eyes like acorns on the fire. Since the early days of their beginning, wolves worshipped horses as an ancestor of their gods. Zula, god of wind, was born from the open heart of an ancient horse, so the tale went. If you could raise the dead queens and hunters from the beckon of the wind world, None would remember a time without the beasts who move like thunder. And they were not alone. If ever you were allowed into the hanging crypts where the descendants of bird royalty are enshrined, you would find upon the oaken walls poems and tales of the long-faced creatures that glide upon the soil. You would hear their poets bring them to life as carriers of death. One such poem, too long to recite, tells of the birth of all eight hells and how each demon rode upon a white horse with amber eyes. Changeling of hells, 
Come close to my breast and whisper here the secrets of my death. Zuri had never met a bird, so had little mind to wonder at what they feared. No interest in the way they jumbled up words that she would never say. Growing up, she could hold her own in the blood den. Her size kept her safe from the cruel taunting and brutal group violence that was considered a divine right. But she was not liked, mistrusted and feared for the breath of her silence. It made the others feel she was hiding something, waiting to utter a solitary word that would curse them all to a fiery death. The fight wolf never knew quite what to do with her. The silent tree of a girl who absorbed blows like she was made of bark, bled like she was weeping sap. On one of these days, marked and gripped by the apprehension of her peers and masters, Zuri's purpose arrived. It came shrouded in dust and a whirl of demonic shrieking that sent ice through the shins of the girls as they trained. Wild horses sometimes arrived in White Fang this way. They arrived sometimes covered in strange moss from distant lands. Once a herd was discovered marked and scarred and saddled with armor that bore markings from a faraway people. On this day, the herd was charging fierce and hard at the group of young wolf warriors in the midst of their training. They came as if from no place, as if conjured by one of the many gods of death her people prayed to. Zuri felt no fear and said nothing as she walked her willowy steps directly into the path of the herd upon the plains. The first horse to emerge from the cloud of dust was the color of death, white as clouds, as if nothing could stain her coat. Nothing could reach into the drive of her legs. Zuri walked to greet her, standing as she did, swaying as she did. The dust felt suddenly like some lesser god had commanded it back to the earth. The other horses emerged around the white god of death as it slowed. Hooves, riverstone eyes the overwhelming goodness of the equine soul breaking apart and surrounding Zuri as she reached to touch the softness of the horse's nose. Without thinking, she put her forehead against its jaw. The herd was now as still as grass. This is how she came to be the first master of the herd a place among her people that would become something close to divine behind only the queen and the shaman. Before Zuri, wolves were lucky to tame a small number of horses, but after, it was rare to see a wolf who did not think of her mount as a part of her family, an extension of her soul, a connection to the gods. Many were burned in the funeral pyre, with bones of the horses that marked their lives. Zuri lived among the herds like a mother to a litter. She would sit among them, her hair long and wild as it always was. The horses would move around her as if deep in communion. 
Sometimes her people would find her weeping among them after a loss or a birth or laughing as if just hearing some bit of gossip. The queen began to treat her like some messenger of the wind god. A temple was built in the place where she slept. As long as she lived, Zuri never spoke one word to a human soul. But hers was made of wind. And on the day she died, all the horses of Dakota bowed their heads, remembering everything she ever said. Birds of Empire stars Gwendolyn Briley Strand as The Keeper. Written and directed by Jason Liu. Executive produced by Jason Liu, Rob Herding, David Henning, and Shen Yin Hu. Producers Lawrence Zanelli and Nick Shanks. Edited and mixed by Will Tendy. Original score and composition by Darren Johnson. Music editor Will Tendy. Supervising sound effects editor and sound designer Randy Torres. Audio engineering by Ben Milchev. Assistant engineer Alex Chalk. Casting director Chrissy Fiorelli. Script supervisor J.C. Hines. Production legal Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production accounting Pin Chen Liu. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Birds of Empire is a Q-Code production. Sound recording copyright 2024 by Q-Code Media Inc. Birds of Empire is presented by HelloFresh. Use code BIRDSFREE for free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash birdsfree. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Everyone needs a break from the real world. That's why we played games as kids, and that's why we should play games as adults. I'm Troy Lavalley. And I'm Joe O'Brien. And back in 2015, we started a podcast called The Glass Cannon Podcast, a show made up of comedians and actors playing a fantasy role-playing game. And now is the perfect time to start listening because we just started a brand new story. It's basically Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones meets X-Files. Search for The Glass Cannon Podcast on your podcast app of choice. Hey, life is hard, so come play pretend with us. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their case has had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.